to Bunker Brothers. It's me, your host, Ian Gobbins, and I'm here, as always, with my half-brother, Jack. Hi. Uh, Hello. We are here in the bunker that our dead dad left us, and we have a very special mini-sode, movie-sode for you guys today, and I got some special news for Jackie Boy that I'm just about to, just about to tell him. Heroes of the pod, uh... They they replied to me on social media. Someone we know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, let's just say a little star of a little blockbuster film called Cutthroat Island. So wait, that's right. Wait, who responded to you? Matthew Modine what? himself. What? No, he didn't. The Matster. No, he didn't. The Modiniac. Also, he's he not responded a hero to of the show. That's not. That's a. He is a hero of the show now that he responded. Oh, okay. And I realize he might be listening, so we got to be nice. Oh, I mean, what did we he, always I were what did nice. He, what did you say? And then what did what did he say? What's what? He he said. I said uh, he was saying something about how if he apparently ran for SAG president, the Screen Actors Guild president. Okay. And. Uh, he looks very different now. He's got a shock of white hair, um, but he still has that youthful energy uh, in my heart. <laughs> based on a and, tweet? Uh, based on a tweet. Based on a tweet, man. Um, and he was apparently in Stranger Things, which I watched all of and did not recognize him because I had not seen Cutthroat Island at that point. But the point is, Modine himself, I was like, he's like, this would have never happened if I was SAG president. And I said, well, after Cutthroat Island, I can't really trust you about anything. And he liked the tweet. Oh, so he, he, he didn't a, say anything. He just liked a tweet. Well, he responded to me later when I said, we're going to do a special Matthew Modine episode of the pod. He gave me a peace sign emoji and a thumbs up emoji. So, yeah, I think he's pretty cool. Okay, Jack. but I didn't agree to do a special Matthew Modine episode. So of we're going to do a special Matthew Modine episode. Um, news to me. And guess what? We did uh, Neil Breen's uh, Breen's giving, as we always celebrate. Uh, most people in Ohio do. And uh, well, we're just going to say, fuck Neil Breen. He's trash. Uh, Breen's giving is garbage. Whoa. Because right now, it's Matthew Modonica, okay. bitch. I don't think that's... that's seem, it's a little offensive, I think. Light your candles, man. Just like Matthew Modine's talent, that oil is going to burn for. Ever, it was baby. eight days. It burned for eight days. Eight crazy nights. Adam Sandler, another great movie that we'll probably do at some point. <laughs> what? But right now, it's Matthew Modonica. I've got the perfect Matthew Modonica movie to watch because it's not it's Cutthroat for Island free. again, is it? No, it's not Cutthroat oh, Island. Okay. I would fine. never watch that again under any circumstances. Great. It's too long. But I found the perfect Matthew Modine movie because it's 90 minutes and it's on Hulu with commercials. Whoa. So, okay. Uh, it's called, it also sort of stars Sylvester Stallone. So uh, that's a good thing. So you know it's a real movie. It's Jeez. a real movie made by real people. It's on Hulu. It's called Backtrace. So Backtrace. Go on to Hulu that's right now. That's what we're watching. Watch watching. this movie. 
Yes, it's only 90 minutes, so we, we can all get through this together, mm-hmm. and we're going to watch Backtrace. Uh, it's going to be great. You hype, Jack? Happy Modonica! Yeah, happy uh, Modinica. Modonica, it's pronounced. Well, it's uh, Matthew Modine, so it'd be Modinica. Uh, that doesn't sound like... Oh, my God. All right, we'll be right back. Right, and we are back. We just watched Backtrace, starring the Matthew Modine. And uh, what did you think, Jack? Uh, were you blown away? I was blown away. Yeah, I couldn't. I, mean, I, was, I didn't yeah, see. Was, there's a lot of stuff I, that I happened. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, for like, it's definitely a movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. It had a beginning, a middle, <laughs> an and an end. It uh, had some. Uh, some stuff. Actually, I'm going to take that back. It didn't have a middle. It no, was 90 it minutes. It, it had a beginning mi- and an end. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh... it did. It did. It has. It has. We will try not to spoil the twist for oh, anyone God, the who's listening, because because the twist is amazing. It's really and... important to this movie. Okay, so. So Backtrace, if you know nothing about it, and why would you know anything about it, is a movie on Hulu, like we said, that uh, it has Stallone in it, which seems to make it feel like, oh, maybe this is a real movie. I mean, he's been in some stinkers, too, but like, it he's feels like when Seagal, he's on screen. Though. He's Stallone. <laughs> he's not Steven Seagal. This isn't Under Siege 8. I'm yeah. on a rowboat right now. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, basically, it's a crime movie. It's a bank heist movie where we never see the bank heist. Uh, the bank is mentioned, though. The, the bank is... Oh, it's it's mentioned. Yeah. It's mentioned a lot. Um, so it's like, if I did a really bad job summarizing it, or if I was selling the movie, I'd say it's like, Matthew Modine is a crook who gets shot in the head during a failed bank robbery, yep. or a successful bank robbery, but a failed getaway. Yeah. Um, after they've stowed the money, he gets shot in the head, he gets amnesia. Yeah. And, wait, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing, though, it's like... You know, the, the the most interesting part about a bank robbery is after the bank robbery. That's what people want to see. I mean, it is in Heat, maybe. That's the only one. This is a far cry from Heat. If you want to watch a good movie, watch Heat, because it's, it's just genu- genuinely one of my favorite movies. Uh, but, so you're setting it up wrong, because he gets shot in the head. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm you're setting up a mistake. It's important. Rolling out this he great movie. shot in the head. Seven years pass. (laughs) (laughs) The director of the movie starts. I watched while I was taking a dump during our break. I watched the making of featurette of this movie, and the director wants you to know. Uh, as part of his sales pitch for this movie, it takes place over two time periods. So it's really a period piece. But what he means by that is he means seven years pass from the cold open to the rest of the movie. <laughs> so it's not so much. Uh, technically, way, I guess that's true. And, and there's like not any like clear time jumps. It's not like we're seven years in the future and there's flying fucking cars now. It looks exactly the same. Modine looks exactly the same. It's not like it's they not gave him. Today. Yeah, they didn't even like dye his hair. So it was like, oh, it's. It's slightly, you know, it looks more brown in the seven yeah. years. He looks exactly nope. the same. Um, and the I, wa- I want to be clear about my take on this movie, which is that I think Matthew Modine does a good job in this movie. 
And yeah. I think Stallone is phoning it in, but I don't blame him at all because yeah. he has, without a doubt, the worst part in this movie. Oh, yeah. His role is to phone it in, basically. He's on the yeah. phone half the time. I don't understand what happened. Okay, let's get into the plot of this movie. So, um... We start off with Matthew Modine looking beautiful in a skull cap, okay. which you're is very. Sort of be... <laughs> I'm not sucking up to him just because he liked the tweet. You're su- you're I'm saying he looks more bit. handsome than he ever has. He has aged into his face beautifully. Men only don't... get more handsome. Okay. Gina it's Davis. Really a plot point though. Gina Davis probably looks like an old whore. That's what I think okay. right now. <laughs> well, that's insane. Okay, that's maybe that's too far. To maybe that's too far. Uh, I'm sure she still looks quote unquote beautiful, but Modine puts her to shame. You put Modine in a ball <laughs> gown, he's going to make Gina Davis look like an old hen picking its straw in a barnyard just covered in mud. You're just, being, you're just being really mean to Gina Davis. I'm for not. No, like, I'm not. Okay, be real. Has anyone been meaner to us than Gina Davis in Cutthroat Islands? <laughs> That's true. She did, yeah, she, she was in made, that movie. She, I mean, she she didn't make anyone watch it. But I, I'm mad at Gina Davis specifically because of that movie because she's so good in, in A League of Their Own and so bad in Cutthroat Island that it's yeah, like so, you could have done better. Anyway, yeah. no more okay. on Cutthroat. Backtrace. We're not going to get off tr- a topic. So. This movie starts with them, with the getaway from the bank, right? So they're in the car. Yep. He's in the, the car. The most exciting part. The most exciting. So, like, the movie starts. We don't know who these characters are. They're in a car, in a getaway, um, and they're all looking over their shoulder. They're all literally looking over their shoulder over and over. And then one of the first lines is, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder my whole life. And it's like, dude, well, you should have thought of that when you were planning the heists. <laughs> and then later they bring up the fact that they did. It's just so confusing. It doesn't make Literally, sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it starts after the robbery. They uh, <laughs> they get pulled over. There's like, they don't get pulled over. There's like people lying in wait in the road for them with guns. They're waiting for their cut of the money, right. I guess. So, so there's some other people who know about the heist and they're like double crossing them. We don't know what role they played in the heist, but they basically yeah. just straight up <laughs> double cross them. But the funniest thing to me is that you would do this scene on like a bridge or like near a ravine where the road is narrow and you couldn't get around, but there is road on either side of their yeah. like holdup where they could just drive around these guys. <laughs> Like, you're bank robbers. Why are you slowing down for any reason? <laughs> but I guess uh, it, it the one guy knows sense. them. So he's like, it's cool. It's cool. Even though they're already looking like they're going to mug us. It's cool. So it's cool. You'll notice that throughout the scene, there's not a lot of Mo dialogue, which is dialogue for Matthew Modine. But uh, hmm. he is acting his eyes off in this scene. And I think he's really good in this movie in spite of the script which is insane Um, he's doing the best you can do with what he was given i think he's doing way better than what you can do because he's better than everyone else in the movie like there's no i guess he's actually acting he's actually he's the core of what makes it a functional movie because i think and that's what sort of what makes it watchable because if if his performance was bad this would be like an, an ice pick to the skull it would be so yeah. hard because yeah, his That's whole fair. thing and throughout the rest of the movie is like wandering around like he has amnesia trying to remember stuff while these he terrible... does have amnesia. <laughs> 
his character does. He doesn't in real huh. life. He, if There's no way the real Matthew Modine has amnesia but remembers Cutthroat Island. And he tweeted at me personally. So I think I know him a little bit better than you do. You like buddy. to tweet, not this. Not well, Go on. So there's a shootout. The, the, the double crosser guys kill his two buddies. Uh, and then he gets away, sort of. But while he's running away through the woods, he gets shot in the back of the head. Shot in the head. And is left for dead. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so I noticed at this point, there's no real introductory or like, uh, like the shots where you're, you know, it's like, this is where we're at. So from there, we just cut to Stallone and he just like walks up and he's just like sort of talking with some like other people playing cops about the robbery. And, yeah. and he's like, we're going to have to find these guys. And then. After that, this is like eight to ten minutes into the movie at this point. We don't know what really what's going on. That's when they cut to the opening credits. Boom, credits. Yeah. And it's like, and they do something in this movie that I've never seen before, which is that they have a title sequence, which is like, you know, all of like, <laughs> they're like showing this board of all the faces connected, connected to this robbery, like someone's piecing yeah. it together. And they cut they fade in between the title sequence to more exposition that's happening in real time of the movie as if it wasn't yeah. interesting enough <laughs> to put his actual <laughs> seeds. So they just sort of like, so you're like getting stuff that doesn't feel like it's in the movie. It's like still photos of Stallone over and over the same photo of him. They yeah. keep zooming in on. He's in this movie more as a still photograph than he is as an actor. Uh, and there's like a hastily put together, like, uh, <laughs> like, Police, like they're telling, they're telling him what is it? What am I trying to a say? A press conference. Press conference. Yeah, that's like yeah. that looks like it was made last minute. Yeah, it does, and it's but it's also like this movie is ninety minutes. Just do the full yeah. title sequence and then do each of the scenes you shot because like you're not pressed for time here. I mean, I know it's not uh-huh. interesting, but like, and the other weird thing is that. Okay, so we never saw the bank robbery, right? But then we yeah. see the getaway, and then we have three consecutive scenes of people describing what happened at the bank robbery. It's like, just fucking just, show just it. show the bank just robbery. Just show the bank robbery, and you already showed the getaway. Why are you describing the only part of the movie you saw, too? Like, it doesn't... Okay, anyway, I'm going to get really upset. Title sequence, seven years past. That's what happened right <laughs> <after> the title <laughs> You're like, what? Yes. When did seven years pass? <laughs> so, yeah, after, after there's like a cold open to the movie, then the title sequence, and then seven years later, and everyone looks exactly the same. They even dress the yep. same. Okay. <laughs> so, think it's seven, years seven years later, years. I made a note, and I hope my, my best friend, Matthew Modine, does not get upset with this, but I said, uh, when he has much more hair and his hair is beautiful, it's silky white. It looks like uh-huh. a snowshoe hairs fur. It's amazing. Okay. Um, but he looks a lot like John McCain um, with white <laughs> hair. And I what? don't say this out of disrespect. He doesn't look like John McCain. Okay, fine, fine. He's way more handsome than the extremely <laughs> handsome John McCain and his beautiful thick daughter. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. I'd like the view um, of that cleavage, if you know what I mean. Um, you're just talking about John McCain's daughter an awful lot. It's like, yeah. Well, she blocked me on Twitter because I said I was so sorry that he died and not her. And she got real mad for whatever reason. Um, Jeez. 
It's just you think weird. a war criminal's daughter would have more of a sense of humor. <laughs> okay, okay. I like jokes what? that don't get captured. Okay, so can we just oh, move on? <laughs> uh, all right. So Modine is in this, and he's like, I, I don't know if we said that. Why did I just reiterate that Modine is in it? <laughs> You're just sucking up to Modine so hard right now. I'm not sucking up to Modine. I just love him and always have. Every time you say Modine, I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to be wasted. fine by me. Get Schwacy faced on the Modonica, man. There's got to be uh, some sort of Modine-themed beverage. If you're listening to this, please make a Modine-themed beverage uh, while you're listening. And every time we say Modine. A Modini. It's a yeah, Modini. make a Modini. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, make a Modini when the ingredients would be gin, vermouth, and then just like a tiny little pirate cutlass into the olive that you, you garnish with it. And then you forget right? that you made it. Then for you forget years? that you made it, so you make six more. Um, <laughs> and you just get wasted. Okay, so drink your Modinis at home, your teeny Modinis and your bikinis. Um, oh, now I'm just thinking of Megan McCain in a bikini. Stop thinking I'm about sorry. it. I'm sorry. Ah, she's a uh, monster. I'll just think of Whoopi Goldberg in a bikini to calm down. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Now we, there we go. Um, that's the kind of sister act I like to see. I need to stop. I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah, you're just on this tangent. <laughs> it's like you lost your mind and you have amnesia, like and all I you can think about about the podcast. The and I can't remember. <laughs> we'll cut this. All this is cut. This um, is cut. This is all cut. And uh, so Modine is playing very doddering, like he's been shot in the head. He has no visible scarring, I assume, because he was like, I don't want to wear a fake thing. I'll do this movie, but I don't want to go into makeup every morning. Um, I mean, it took us 12 days to shoot this. I don't want to be in here every day of the 12 days shoot. 12 days for less than two weeks. <laughs> Apparently, I looked at the IMDb trivia, which I highly recommend, and they, they shot this movie in 12 days, which is... Fairly, really impressive, actually. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah. granted, they were filming out in the boonies at this one factory, which right. the director there was like refers three to... three locations, maybe, but still. <laughs> still, they got that police impressive. station set. That's, that's impressive yeah. for that time. But he, the director refers refers to the factory where a lot of this movie takes place as one of the characters in this movie. He's like, we have this beautiful factory. It's like an abandoned scrapyard. It's like a refinery. <laughs> it's fucking uh, terrible. Um, anyway, so Modine's in this, like, I guess he's in prison, but he's in some sort of, like, prison medical insanity ward or something. I don't know what it amnesia, is. The amnesia ward. So it's for it's, criminals it, that don't know they're criminals. I right. Think. So he's uh, he's being seen by these two. He's been seen by this like hot doctor and and this like nurse. And like there's the one thing I'll say about this movie is, though, even though all of the main characters are pretty much men, there are a lot of women in uh, progressive roles, female doctors, uh, female cops, female uh, security guards. They all have yeah. shitty, thankless roles. <laughs> But yeah, but they're all they're all uh, they're all playing 
women with uh, with a lot of uh, power. And everyone in this movie, I would say, of the cast, I'm talking, not talking about Stallone or Modine, but everyone else in the movie is like how I would qualify as like TV hot or like nearly hot. And like most of the people <laughs> in this movie, like if you told me this movie was funded by a clinic that does lip injections, I would believe you. Because like <laughs> almost every uh, almost every lady in the movie looks like she had her lips puffed and most of the men look like they're about to because their lips are too thin so it's you it know. looks like they went down to the local Abercrombie and Fitch and just uh, <laughs> took the people working there this guy kind of looks like busted Ben Affleck he's close enough yeah they all look like they're like the D-League of, <laughs> of actors you're like it kind of looks like this guy he kind of looks like Jared Leto, but not really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, the main the guy, charisma of Jared the Leto. The big guy is like Jared Leto. I, I prefer him to Jared Leto because then I don't have to think about the Joker or his performance in Blade Runner. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, so this guy comes in and he seems like he's like a little bit, he's young and he's sort of got a young Matthew Modine-ish energy. Um, <laughs> there's something about, he's like, he like goes up to the, the food tray at the beginning and he's like, he's like huh, this same old stuff again yikes and i'm like this is exactly what modine would have said in cutthroat island <laughs> yes this is, this is his character total wise ass which might might make sense why he seems sort of i don't know modine related we'll get to that huh. um, interesting although i did not suspect that <laughs> at the beginning. And why would you um so this guy this young guy is like hey i know who you are because you but you you have amnesia so you don't know who i are and uh here take this pill if you want to get out of prison so he gives him this pill, and Modine immediately becomes, like, super sick. It just seems like he gave him Ipecac. And then the nurse from earlier is like, hey, uh, you know, we're going to get you out of here. And so she sneaks him out in the trunk of the car, and there's a scene with the female security guard who I mentioned earlier. Uh, and they have, like, their accomplice behind them who's, like, a guard at this facility. And uh, they <laughs> they basically get away with Modine in the trunk by being, yeah. like, having a guy behind them honking a lot so the security woman's like "Ugh, what an <laughs> asshole you can go through even though she's clearly jerk. stealing a ton of medicine and she's already <laughs> suspicious of the truck she's just like "Ugh, i'm in a rush now so i'm just not gonna do my job <laughs> 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 Which happens multiple times in this movie, too. There's, it happens with Stallone at the end, and it happens yeah. with the cop who comes to check out the house in the midway through the movie. People are yeah, just like, yeah. ugh, I just got another call. I'm sorry, man. I'm just not going to do policing today. And it's like, God, I, I wish mean, we lived in this movie. They've been working on the same case for seven years. I know. That's the craziest thing. So when we get to Stallone, it's just like, he's supposed to be the hero cop in this movie? I guess. He yeah. does nothing. But it's like... What kind of fucking hero cop is on one case for seven for years? For seven years, and, and they still have like no the clues. scatter plot up. Like, what else has this police department been doing for seven years? <laughs> right, they still have the fucking all the newspaper clippings and red string <laughs> tying everything together. What are you my haven't favorite? Found out anything? One of my favorite moments in the movie. Okay, so Shooter McGavin is in this movie. The actor yeah, who Shooter plays McGavin's him, great. And I he has a mustache. It's mustache has, Shooter McGavin. It's mustache Shooter McGavin. He's actually really good in this movie too. Uh, oh yeah, I, he's I, a great I, actor. I love him as an actor. I love him in uh, the Iron Giant as a voice actor. I loved him in Flubber 
Harper is the bad guy. He's great. He's all around great. And even on the making of real, he's the only one who seems to be like giving it his all to try to pretend the director did a good job. He's such a good sport. Yeah. Um, what a good guy. He seems like a really good guy. It made me want to work with him. I'm like, wow, I would hire that guy in an instant for over Matthew I, Modine. I don't know. I feel like Modine would just. I feel like Modine has been through too much to want to work with us. <laughs> What do you mean? I just feel like you think Cutthroat Iron ruined his life. I think that no. I just mean like if we we crack too many jokes, I feel like he deserves to be treated with more dignity than anything oh, we I would give him to saying. do. Um, we're like in this one, you're playing our crazy aunt who wears a dress. Um, I mean, he did bag trace, so uh, uh, you know that's true. You know, I mean, what is this a favor? It's also worth noting that in the behind-the-scenes featurette, uh, neither Modine or Stallone appears. As if when this movie <laughs> wrapped, they're like, "See ya." I feel like I Stallone did my twelve was, days. Yeah, I did my twelve days in hell. I'll see you later. But that's the good thing is that imagine you're doing a piece of shit movie and it takes like six months to film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like at least they got him in and out in twelve days. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. It's it's literally very impressive that they did this movie in 12 days. And so yeah. maybe that's why they're all impressed by the director. But the writing is so fucking bad. Like, it does them no favors. Anyway, uh, they go to this house, right? They take Modine to this house. Uh, and it's like their safe house. And uh, the, the characters are this young, like, squirrely Jared Leto guy. There's the nurse. There's, like, the nurse with puffy lips. And then there's the busted Ben Affleck, who was the, uh, another guard at the, uh, yeah. at, the, at the mental facility where he was at. So he's watching TV about his own uh, breakout. And they refer to him as famed bank robber, whatever his character name is. And I'm like, well, is this Bonnie and Clyde times? How many famed bank robbers? Famed? I mean, they've been working on the case for seven years, so pretty Fam- famous. Yeah. <laughs> He's failed. That was my, yeah, that's the thing. Hero Cop Stallone has been on the case for seven years, no clues. And the most important clue of this fucking case is that the ballistics report, they say this over and over, the ballistics don't match the gun that Modine had. So obviously he didn't fire it. It's like open and fucking shut. There's no match. There's no hidden gun. You've searched the field for seven years. So like, obviously... That's the American uh, criminal justice system. It takes a while to get out. Especially but that's like the easiest problem so, But it doesn't make fundamental sense why he's in prison. Okay. Well, I mean, he has amnesia, sure. So you can't ask him why he's <laughs> you in prison. Can't just you let an amnesiac walk around out of prison. I'm sorry, Who you knows? have no memory. You're under arrest. But he would be yeah. in either a mental health facility or, most logically, just released to his family who would help him remember, which, you know. <laughs> but, but for some reason, that might ruin the incredible plotting of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah. Why would his family come? He would have had a trial at some point and would have been cleared. But there's a great moment where... Amnesiacs don't get trials. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're (laughs) they're they're not not considered people. people. If you can't remember your own birth... (laughs) <laughs> all the rest of us remember the exact moment we were born and he can't which makes him an illegal alien so yep and he's not no a real rights. person uh, that's why he has to be kept in a cage just like megan mccain wants to fucking do with uh, all those kids oh, okay i'm boy. sorry i'm sorry oh, oh here we go so famed bank robber so like 
<laughs> they keep giving Matthew Modine pills and then being surprised by the result. Good signs. Yeah. Um, so basically, <laughs> everyone in the crew who came in looking like... Uh, you know, somebody else, like his nurse puts on a biker jacket. <laughs> so now you can tell she's not a nurse. She's actually a badass Wait biker a She chick. wasn't a nurse? She was just a lady? <laughs> yeah, he says that. He says that. Like when she's like, Wait a minute, you're not a nurse. You're not an inmate. And you're not a guard. I'm like, Well, obviously they fucking infiltrated this facility and did their jobs for a certain amount of time that they couldn't have gotten called on this shit. So maybe they are that as well. And she even says, They've I was been doing it for at least life. seven years. They've oh, been doing it for at least seven years maybe longer that's insane it's insane yep um okay so to really understand this movie uh you really have to get to the end so we're gonna try to truck along to this like the scene where they're standing in front of the cops like board putting it all together the crime board and shooter Uh mcgavin points to a blank silhouette that is on (laughs) the thing and and it's labeled like fourth man or something like question mark yeah question mark and he's he points to it it's blank and he goes who's this and it's like if they fucking know they would have put it up there but also it's labeled fourth guy question mark like that's who it like put you're in the fbi put it together it's an unknown oh my god and that's when he's like yeah the ballistics didn't match so i think that might you know it might be someone else there and it's like no fucking shit because you the don't police have- calling the fbi on a seven-year-old case <laughs> i don't yeah i don't understand why the oh my god anyway so they're like at the house and they're at the safe house and they're like Modine we need to get you your memory back we're going to give you a spinal tap injection uh, <laughs> and it's going to increase your memory uh, but it also, but it also a tw- could kill you <laughs> Yeah, there's a 20% chance that it's going to have dangerous side effects that'll kill you uh, that's yep. an important point later for some reason um, so anyways they give him the, in- the injection he starts having visions of his memories he's like I see in fragments I see in fragments every time he has a vision of the past he starts convulsing and the camera starts shaking and they play an yep. earthquake sound effect. It's insane. Um, yep. So <laughs> so they're in this safe house and they've got newspapers up everywhere. Modine's thrashing like he's in a mosh pit. Um, and they're, they see a cop pull up for some reason. I don't know why. The cop shows up, sees them leaving the house, the, the crooks leaving the house, and he's like, what are you guys doing here? And then the Jared Leto guy comes up with like the most outlandish lie. He's like, oh, <laughs> I was just going to buy this house and it's, it hasn't gone up for auction yet but I heard it closed. I needed somewhere to house my horses and have them run. And, just follow my lead, he says. Yeah, it's just like the most like fucking... I, I mean, he could have just been like, yeah, I was trying to bang this chick inside. I mean, that makes no sense for later reasons, but it makes more sense yeah. than his horse story. So it I just, mean, yeah, but the like, cop buys it. If so. you're using, yeah, the cop, no, the cop doesn't buy it at all. He's like, I'm going to arrest you guys. Oh, wait, I got a different call. See ya. And walks There's away. There's some real deep seated ineptitude in this police. Yeah. Uh, police station it's it's a constant they never get better um and and i'm just thinking the entire time it's like okay so uh, maybe hiding in an abandoned house might be a good safe house or something but why wouldn't you just use any of the places where you guys probably actually live because it's not it's not a big crew you don't need any of the like the research shit also clearly they weren't looking for you yeah i mean it just doesn't make sense um so anyway 
<laughs> he takes this, this, he gets this spinal injection, and he's just like flailing around the house, and they lay him down comfortably on a wooden chair with his neck against a wooden chair. I'm like, good, uh-huh. there, he'll be fine. And they, then he's like, wait a minute, I'm starting to remember. And they're like, it's your house. And it's like, yep. why did you just tell him the thing you were trying to get him to remember? <laughs> also, that's a terrible place to hide out is the <laughs> thief's right? Hi- house. Right, I didn't even fucking think of that. It's his house. Of course that's where he would go. Why? <laughs> it's almost too obvious to look there. Yeah. <laughs> why would you use that? I don't know. To jog his memory, I guess, was their reasoning? Right, but like, you could just drive outside it, right? And like you're gonna hey, get that's the your end. house. Where's it's the money? It's, it's one thing if they're like, oh, let's take him to all the places in his memories, which I thought that's what it would be, so we can jog his memory. Let's get him his favorite strawberry shake, and he'll be like, yeah. wait, I remember coming here with my wife. You know, some shit like that. But no, it's like let's give him this injection that will restore his memories while also being in the place where we are most <laughs> likely to be caught. Um, yeah. So that's great. Anyway, so. Uh, oh, I thought one thing was really cool where they where they went into a first uh, first person shooter shot in this movie in his memory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembers well, shooting the gun at them from first yeah. person. It's like that sequence in Doom. I was like, this is great. Yeah, um, but <laughs> again, Matthew Odin probably did not shoot that. That was probably somebody else's. Oh hand. no, there is no way. <laughs> uh, so uh, because if Matthew Modine had shot it, the bullets would have flown straight through the bad guy's heads because he is an ex. A- a- Excellent marksman. But he's excellent. not playing an excellent marksman. He's playing a kid. No, no one in this movie can shoot. There's a scene later where, where Modine and one of the bad guys, spoiler, are shooting at each other, and they just fucking miss just whole clips. It's insane. Yeah, and it's an FBI guy. Again, oops, spoilers. It's it's Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin's a bad guy. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying mustache Shooter McGavin is a secret bad guy? I thought it was Stallone the whole time. I was like, really? maybe the reason he's maybe I was like, maybe the reason he's so bad at his job is because he's in on it. Because they uh, said would, they had I mean, a guy in law sense. enforcement. That makes way more sense than an FBI guy <laughs> coming in. It makes no sense. The whole thing makes no sense. There's so many reasons it doesn't make sense. Literally, I literally have written down here. I think Stallone is behind this because I was trying. I like Stallone as an actor, and I was trying so hard to justify why they have him play this shitty cop who who just doesn't nope. interact with any of the other characters uh, except Shooter. So uh, <laughs> my other problem is that you know, in a movie like this, it would be like. Okay, so we need him to remember different elements of his past. I'm trying. I think uh, there was another movie like this called Paycheck, starring Ben Affleck, where yeah. he had to remember yeah. all this stuff, or like Memento and stuff like that. That those are all right. kind of movies that deal with memory in this way. Finding Dory, uh, but. I what I don't get is why you wouldn't make the memory plot points more interesting, like specific items or tokens or locations that would be interesting. Instead, they're like, oh, it was this abandoned factory. No wait, it was a different abandoned factory. And it's like, <laughs> you're in control of the writing of this. Did you pick the shooting locations before you wrote it? Like, how did this happen? I've got the best abandoned factory in all of Atlanta. You guys are going to love it. Um, So anyway, uh, there's a great moment where they're at this abandoned factory and Modine's like, something happened here. I'm like, he's not talking about the movie. I can tell you that much. Uh, This is where the money probably might be, could be. Mm. 
This is when we start to says. get the female crooks weird like role in this she he's like he's like maybe we should help him and she's like no no he needs to do this or it will defragment his fragmented memory that was that was such a good line it'll defragment his I was like, what did she did you write I, it down what she said i didn't i don't know what she said i was so shocked i'm like is she a mementoologist is that her fucking job yeah. because nothing she said was science she's it sounds yeah. like we're talking about dreamscape and we have like a machine that lets us go in <laughs> dreams it made less sense than the dream logic in inception it was just like, it made no sense. It was just like, okay, it will so defragment you- his mindfulness. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I, that, if that uh, happens, then we'll never find the money. Of course, we could just tell him what's going on because we already fucking know 70% of it. The only thing we're missing is where the money is. That's the only thing we need to jog his memory on. But the rest of it, we're just pushing him through the motions. So uh, anyway, he's like wandering around like he's on this shrooms trip. And for some reason, his memories are all in this like Lord of the Rings ring vision where it's all shaky cam. He wanders into this, this uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like a grain silo, a silo place. And like he uh, <laughs> it's really funny because it's a long sequence of this and then in the background there's a spray paint that just says jabroni and I was yeah. like hell yeah this is, this yeah. is a great movie um, and even even at this point I was convinced that Stallone was in on it <laughs> it's like it would have made I sense know, I was like, made I, sense? Know, I know Stallone uh, <laughs> And they keep throwing him around. And, like, the one guy who looks like busted Ben Affleck keeps being like, we need to do this fast. But there's, like, no ticking clock on this. Like, I don't know why no. it has to be fast. Uh, I mean, it took <laughs> you seven years. What's another fucking 20 minutes, I, dude? I know. He's, they give him a spinal tap, and then they're like, oh, the memory thing's not working. And they keep jumping yes. around between, like, as he's convulsing, they're like, oh, it's working too much now. Or, oh, it's not working enough. It's like, he's the same. It's always the same. Um... <laughs> There's one girl who I, I don't really want to give shit, but she was like clearly stuttering in in her cop scene to try to make it seem more realistic. And I'm like, this is not a movie where you have to worry about realism. Uh, <laughs> so basically, uh, Shooter McGavin or no, Stallone tells his like a rookie cop or his like lieutenant or whatever. Why don't you go check out the refinery? Cause you know, we haven't found anything, but maybe we'll turn something new up. And so he, they go to the scene of the crime and wouldn't, you know it, everyone's all just hanging out there. Um, and, (laughs) uh, fake Ben Affleck is like, the uh, the cop is like, where's, where's, I forget his name. Where's Matthew. Where's Matthew. Yeah. (laughs) Farron. Uh, they're like, where is he? And he's like, uh, he, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. He's, Matthew Modine is Mac. Matthew uh, Modine is other. Mac. Farron is, is, is bad Ben Affleck. Yeah. Uh, they're like, they're like, where is he? Where's Mac? And the guy's like, we buried him yesterday. And yeah. it's like, did you just try to get away with a kidnapping by confessing to murder? How <laughs> fucking stupid are you? Like, what? Yeah, we let him out of the hospital. Then he died in natural causes. Oh, like, <laughs> okay. Well, case closed. Well, Carry case on. closed. Case closed. <laughs> Seven years. Um, <laughs> so that guy gets shot through his bulletproof vest and dies. Yeah, um, does not work. Stallone is driving to the big shootout at the end of this movie. And, and if you're wondering how we got to the end of this movie, it's because there's no fucking middle. They give him the thing, yeah. and then they show up at the scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. 
and he and, has and amnesia like, drugs. He finds the money that he, he finds the money seven years ago. The money was like kind of cleverly hidden in like a conveyor belt. They had shovels, so everyone thought they buried it, and that's why they need to yeah. find it. But actually, they just used the shovels. As, as like a prying bar to like jam it into the conveyor belt. It's dumb. But so the thing was in this conveyor belt system and it got stuck in there and that's where the bags of money were. So it's like they really could have just torn apart the location like the cops said they did, but apparently didn't. Yeah. Stallone's they a bad didn't look guy. Very hard. Um, so... <laughs> Oh, my God. So at some point after they find the money and the cops are there, uh, he realizes that the the female criminal is his wife and that no. both the both the female crook or both the male crooks are his sons. What? And that's why that's why we needed the seven year time jump. Um, are and you it makes saying me- it was his family the whole time? <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't. I, 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 <laughs> I've never heard your voice go that high before. Oh man! Uh, I mean, it's you it's know the thing j- is the, those actors did such a good job pretending not to know mm-hmm. Matthew Modine that it was really like yeah because because yeah. they had no emotional attachment to him so like it works. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's there's never a moment where their performances convey that they actually knew each other at any point, and or that uh, you know they ra- were raised by Matthew Modine or married to Matthew Modine for or you know, why years Matthew Modine years. again was in jail? Why didn't he just live with them? <laughs> why did their house go up? I guess because the bank stuff. Their house go up for sale. Also, was like d- d- yeah, so. There's so many. That just is like the biggest plot hole in the history of of a lot of things. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like the whole movie is built around this surprise of them being his family, but it's not satisfying. It's not yeah. interesting, and it's it doesn't stupid. Make any sense. It, it undermines the rest of the movie. Like if you had just, it's another one of those movies where it's like this twist is gonna blow your mind, uh, and just it just doesn't. And then um, you're like, wait a minute, was his entire family was working at the, the jail for seven years, and, and they never clocked any member of his family at all I don't I don't understand they never were like hey isn't that your wife who's like your only you know weren't you on the news when this happened like you're the most famous bank robber in Georgia history and nobody knows Uh, who your wife is it doesn't it like they keep piling on twists to to answer questions that weren't asked and only make the ones we did ask even more confusing Um, so insane so it turns out that the guy who double crossed them was Shooter McGavin, no. and he kills he kills the Ben Affleck son, and we're like we're okay with it because the Ben Affleck son was a real dick to his dad earlier and was like literally throwing him around. That makes no sense either. It's like <laughs> if it was your dad and you want the money, why are you throwing your dad? It makes no sense. Maybe um, just tell them, remind them that you're his family, and maybe that would jog yeah. his fucking memory. Yeah, like why do you need to go through all this? Why? Just tell him you're For the family from the fucking million beginning. dollars. Just get a job. You got seven years to make fifteen million dollars. <laughs> like, oh, long oh con, God. Jesus. Yeah, the long con. The long con on the person you don't need to con because they're the only one who can help you. <laughs> Great plan. So Stallone, uh, this entire movie is just on the way to this shootout. He hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> So he's on the phone and on the way. He shows up. He kills everybody, basically. Well, he's uh, listening to the shootout as he's driving to the shootout. Which yeah, is really I don't funny. understand. How did he hear it? I guess on the other guy's 
this doesn't make sense open radio yeah. i don't know he hears the entire thing he hears the fbi's guy's confession really good at committing crimes by the way yeah it was me it was me the whole time he's like <laughs> shouting it in this factory like and also you work for the, the fbi the, the fbi oh, is oh also can't find them i don't understand uh okay so modine is having this long shouting conversation with the fbi guy and he's he's replacing the money with like gold bars or something. I don't know what he put in there, but he's like the old switcheroo. Also get him. This uh, is slightly less gold than, than paper money. When I realized this whole thing was on a big quest for money, I'm like, this is just fucking Cutthroat Island again. It's yeah. the same thing. Um, so he puts all these like metal bars into a bag and then uses that as a bulletproof vest that deflects the bullets and then Stallone comes in and kills the FBI guy and uh, then Stallone confronts you know Mac Matthew Modine and he's like uh -huh. okay so I guess I'm going back to prison and Stallone's like no I heard the whole <laughs> thing you're free to yeah. go seven years time served that's the uh, you're worst good to go. fucking cop in cop history he's there's like there's so many dead people next to him that had need he's answers like, he's like but what yeah what about all this stuff he's like i'll clear it up for so, you what you couldn't solve us you couldn't solve a you didn't clear it the first years. time you didn't clear it the first time when the ballistics didn't match buddy yeah like God. he shouldn't be in jail Just i mean i guess he should rules. be no wait you're right you're right Okay, it's all making sense to me. He shouldn't be in jail for murder, but he should be in jail for robbing the bank. Okay, that makes sense. He should sense. be in jail no. for something, and also a lot of people are dead. For amnesia. There should be at least right. a trial. Okay. It sounds so, like the, the like the most low-key, loose cannon cop of all time. He's like, yeah, I'm, doing he's just, it by the, I'm not doing it by the book, but also, I don't really care. <laughs> He's not he's not a renegade. He's just half-assing yeah. his job. He just, just literally just doesn't care. Guy. Just fucking doesn't give a yeah, shit about any of this. Cares. Yeah, it's like in a normal cop movie, if this were fucking what's his face in Heat Pacino, he would just be obsessing over this shit and it would ruin his marriage. In this, I bet Stallone has the happiest marriage of all time because he just does not give <laughs> he a goes shit. Home at, he goes home at two o'clock. Yeah, he's like, whatever, we'll catch him or we won't. That's what uh, being a I cop mean, is. I gotta, I'm in the union. Who cares? Yeah, who the <laughs> fuck cares? Um, <laughs> one of the best lines is when uh, when they're having their loud shouting conversation in the fact in the factory. Uh, <laughs> Shooter McGavin's like, "It's called deception." <laughs> I'm just yep. like, "You are terrible at being secretive, man." Um, but yeah, he has no reason point, to be. He's about to be rich. At one point in the ending music, as he's like about to drive away with his family, uh, they literally play Danny Boy. Like, it's part of the score. And they just plays Danny Boy for a little bit and then goes back to the score. I'm like, did they just fucking that's steal weird. Danny Boy? I think um, it's probably public domain at this point. So that's 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 the end. They drive away and that's it. And you're like, oh, thank he God. Goes, it's well, over. he wants to. He goes away with his family. He can finally spend time with his family. Right. And and Stallone's like, don't worry, I'll cover for you. And that's it. Yep. So that's back, Trace. Uh, all right. I'll ask you the same question I always do, Jack. Where do you think it fits in the pantheon of our bad movies? Uh, where would you uh, rate man, this? I think it's. Uh, I mean, it was. Uh, it wasn't as. It's above Cutthroat Island, 
but below <laughs> Fateful Findings. Oh, wow. That's uh, So Breen, so it's still Breen's giving in your heart, even when it's Modonica. It's still, it's still Breen's giving in my heart. I just, uh, I mean, this movie was just a bad action movie. There's like a billion of those. No offense to Matthew Modine and Modonica, but... I kind of loved this movie because it just felt like every time they had a chance to make the right decision, uh, they made the wrong one. It's like the writer yeah. himself was in a horror movie and just kept like being like, we've got to hide next to the chainsaws. I um, appreciate that it was 90 minutes long. Uh, that gives it a lot of points. That might yes. actually take it above Faithful Findings. Yes, I could watch this again because like I know it's it's short. Yeah. Um, but so I, I did do a little bit of research and I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to read you what the IMDb says about this movie. If you'll give me one second to pull it up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of insane. But yes. So the movie was shot in 12 days. Crazy. And uh, the director is very proud of it, compared it to the usual suspects. He's like, you're never going to know <laughs> who it is. Oh, that's you're never going to guess but who still, it 12 is. 12 days. <laughs> And I'm like, guess who what is? What was I supposed to be guessing? <laughs> who the fourth man was? Because I got it wrong, and I only had one guess. But whatever. <laughs> you had one. So, the only other option was Shooter McGavin. There's, yeah, no there's other only option. so many characters in the movie. Um, yeah. All right, so this film was shot in 12 days. Uh, this is from the trivia, and it all sounds like it was written by an angry crew member. What? Uh, <laughs> the film was shot in 12 days, two six-day weeks, because the producers, Emmett and Furla, were taking massive salaries and had no interest in making a real movie. They were shocked oh. at the outcome of the completed film and thus began making movies on 10 to 12-day schedules that all bombed on VOD. So uh, the real bank heist was this movie? <laughs> I guess so. We can make more money with a bomb than with a hit. Uh, <laughs> if we only work for 12 days, we don't have do to pay it. Matthew Modine for 12 days. Uh, so the the lady who plays his wife slash the nurse, uh, they refer to her as F-minus investor actress Meadow Williams. She bought her role in the film by playing producers Emmett Furla and invested in the film Boss Level and later 10 Minutes Gone. Her role... I guess what? those are other films. Uh, her they've role made? Had, yeah. Her role had to be mainly cut out due to her inability to act or even show <laughs> up knowing any of what? her lines. Actors Modine and Guzman spent hours rehearsing Meadow Williams to try to teach her acting 101, but the gold digger who had conned a billionaire <laughs> out of over $800 million had absolutely no skills or talent and was mostly cut from the final film. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. That's an IMDb trivia fact? There are four pieces of trivia, and the other two are just shorter versions shit-talking that actress. So Yeah, yeah that is a that, crew member for that's, sure. That's that is hilarious. 100% a crew member who's just like, uh, this was supposed to take four days, and it took 12 because of fucking this actress. Well, so, she probably uh, was just upset about uh, the lack of lobster at Crafty or something. She <laughs> needed those lip injections, I'm telling you. So, yeah. So Poor I, I, Matthew I, Modine trying to teach her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's doing a good job in this movie. I feel like Stallone is just looks so tired. And uh, <laughs> okay, so you're my wife. So act like you know me. I am you. Nope, can't do what it. What did you say? <laughs> uh, no, you're and... not me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I'm How do you not understand though? this basic human relationship? Wait, Luis Guzman was in this? <laughs> yeah, sure. 
I guess. Um, all right, so that's uh, the end of our Modonica uh, special. Do you have anything else I to add? I thought more days. Uh, well, I'm going to personally watch Stranger Things again, and uh, maybe that other amnesia movie he did in the 80s, because uh, <laughs> there is one. It's like a proto-hangover movie. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we will be back soon with a very special Christmas episode, a Christmas special. And uh, there's going to be lots of surprises. And, uh, yeah, uh, anything else to add, Jack, before we go? No, I guess happy Modinica and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Modonica. Modonica. <laughs> like the, we'll like the singer screen. Modonna. Uh, hmm. Okay, so that's it. Uh, have a holly jolly Shanika and all that good stuff. <laughs> and drink your grappa and celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't know anything about Hanukkah. You don't know anything about other <laughs> religious holidays. Clearly. Yeah, I don't even think Matthew Modine is Jewish now that I think about it. Um, nope. And this was ill-conceived on every level, but I yeah. guess that's it's, what makes it a tribute to Backtrace. backtrace. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I'm your brother. You're what? I thought yeah. you were what? Oh, my uh, God. Shocking. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, please give us a great review and... Uh, like us and subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, we're going to have lots of special guests next season. We've already got some lined up. So have some fun. Bye bye. Two, three, four. Tranquility, baby.